five, four, three, three two, one. This is Nerd Rage. Nerd Rage is And we are not drunk at all coming at you live from Nerd Rage HQ. This is Nerd Rage, The Great Debates, and I am your totally sober host and moderator, Mark Abrigo, and it is officially 2018, so we're going super chaotic as we do another grab bag show on your favorite and not-so-favorite New Year's traditions and tropes. Now, because it's a grab bag show, we're putting a debater versus debater one-on-one with zero time for notes or research. In fact, it's, it's bare-knuckle Nerd Rage here, folks, so... Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to jump right into the first um, first debate here as we talk about uh, which is the better New Year's resolution. These are two it's probably the most popular ones you'll ever have. Uh, and we are going to be talking about quitting smoking versus going to the gym. Now, uh, championing quitting smoking, we have a man who is bringing literary pop to Sketchfest in uh, just a few weeks here. His name was bestowed to him uh, by a rapper. Let's give it up for Wonder Day. <laughs> That is all true. Thank you. <laughs> I'm trying to be uh, accurate here. And uh, championing going to the gym. She hosts the Mermaid Show every fourth Saturday at the Exit Theater and will also be at Sketchfest this year. Give it up for Christy Ono. <laughs> now, uh, let's see here. Uh, Wonder Dave, we're going to go ahead and start with you, sir. You are going to let us know why quitting smoking is uh, the the optimal uh, resolution here. But if you're not sure uh, how this works, audience at large, uh, each person here will have two minutes to make their case, followed by a one-minute rebuttal. At the beginning, you are going to hear this noise. And when they have ten seconds left, you're going to hear this. And when time's up, they are going to hear this. Now, are we ready? We ready to rage, everybody? Perfect. Mm-hmm. So, Wonder Dave, you're going to let us know, uh, with two minutes on the clock here, why quitting smoking is the better New Year's resolution. And we're going to hear from you in three, two, and one. Quitting smoking is the ultimate New Year's resolution because once you have successfully quit smoking, you don't have to make any other fucking New Year's resolutions again in your life. You're done. You quit something. And let's be honest. Who doesn't love to quit things? Like, quitting is an amazing feeling because you're done doing something. That's awesome. Uh, also, quitting smoking is good for your health. It is, uh, it is the best thing for many people's health. Uh, it's, it's better. It enables you to do other things. Um, and I would like to take a moment to talk about the history of advertising in this debate. That's right. Uh, I'm going to talk about one Mr. Eddie Bernays. Uh, Eddie Bernays changed the landscape of America, and I could do a whole podcast about him, but I only have two minutes for this debate, so I'm going to tell you about one of his really successful ad campaigns that he worked on with his wife, Doris Fleischman. Uh, so it was for Lucky Strike cigarettes, and it was called The Torches of Freedom, and these women, Doris Fleischman leading them, uh, and among the women, uh, where they were all dressed in Lucky Strike green, and they paraded down New York, and they were smoking cigarettes as a sign of freedom and co-opting feminism everywhere. Uh, this is a real thing that happened. Uh, this was one of Eddie and Doris's most successful ad campaigns ever, uh, huge increases in the rates of women smoking, uh, and then... Fast forward decades later, uh, Doris Fleischman had started smoking post this Lucky Strike campaign and died of lung cancer. Yeah, this is a fun comedy podcast, everyone. Uh, And so then Eddie Bernays, after his wife's death, turned around and gave us the anti-smoking campaigns we had today. It's one of the last things the man did with his life. So I think in order to honor the father of American advertising, we all indeed need to quit smoking. Or his wife died for nothing. And don't you feel bad about that? I think you should. Yeah, fucking dark, everyone. Fucking dark. 
Um, thank you. Stop thank this. you. Stop, 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 stop clapping. <laughs> uh, I have 10 seconds left, and uh, cigarettes are very expensive. You should quit them. I quit them when cigarettes went up to three fifty a pack. Uh, don't guess how old I am, please. <laughs> uh, great opening shot here from Wonder Dave. Christy, you heard what he had to say. You were going to let us know why going to the gym is actually the better resolution, and we're going to hear from you with two minutes on the clock in three, two, and one. Hi guys. Uh, listen, going to the gym is the goddamn best because all you have to do is really just get to the gym and get to the front door. You don't even have to buy a membership. Like, if you take the literal sentence, my resolution is to go to the gym, all you have to do is walk past, maybe to put a foot in, and then get the fuck out of there. You know what I mean? Um, and like, even if you do decide to buy a membership, there's so many fun things you can do, right? You can figure out what cardio is and, like, <laughs> learn how to lift weights. There's so many classes. What is spinning? Find out what that is at the gym, guys. It's going to be fantastic. Um, you know what? You can meet people at the gym. Guess what? If you quit smoking, you quit friends. Uh, let me tell you, you don't get to talk to anyone ever again. Um, also, quitting smoking is super hard. They say it's harder than quitting heroin. And guess what, guys? I know people who've quit heroin, and they still smoke cigarettes. So fuck that difficult shit, right? Um, let's see. Also, you know, um, the <laughs> health... Who knows? Um, why, <laughs> don't you want to keep this body going as long as possible, I guess? Um, I mean, and even if you're not opting to end your life shorter, which is technically quitting life, which is ultimately what this guy wants to do, right? Just quit everything? Anyway, um, that's what I said. Quitting shit was great. Whatever. Okay, we're whatever. We're getting whatever. We're fine. I'm not derailing at all. Um, Let's see. So, like, even if you're not opting to quit everything, like, if you want to keep this going, you kind of want your body to keep working, so you might as well, like, tone it or... Uh, I'm moving on the podcast. This is going to pick up great. But, um, you know, just keep your body working and stuff. Uh, also, you get smoothies at the gym. Smoothies are good. Uh, like, <laughs> close? I don't know. <laughs> ended on how amazing smoothies are. Can I tell you, Christy, I love the fact that like you can do stuff at the gym and you just gingerly raise your arm. <laughs> just like, you could do that, theoretically. That's great. Oh my god. Excellent, excellent points from you, Christy. Uh, well, Dave, you heard what she had to say. Uh, I don't know if we want to go super dark again, but you have one minute to make your rebuttal, and we're going to hear from you, sir, in three, two, and one. First of all, we all know that going to the gym isn't a literal phrase. You have to go to the gym and do shit. Not buying that argument. Uh, second of all, when you get to the gym, uh, you know what happens? Uh, you said you can meet people there. What kind of people are you going to meet? People who enjoy going to the gym. They're the worst, okay? Like, no one wants to talk to those people. This is a nerd podcast, all right? Uh, not a fun exercise podcast. Um... You know where I enjoy a smoothie? Not at the gym. Anywhere that is not a gym, I can enjoy a smoothie. I don't, I don't need the gym, uh, to enjoy a smoothie. I don't even want to enjoy a smoothie with a person named Jim. Uh, that's how much I am averse to gyms and smoothies being together. Um, 
Quitting smoking, though. Uh, I would quit smoking with a guy named Jim. Uh, I would quit smoking in a gym. I would quit smoking in a house with a mouse uh, in a box with a fox. There are so many fun places to quit smoking. Ah, man. And then your lungs will get less black over time. You'll cough up loogies that'll be really impressive to 12-year-old boys. And that's weird. Uh, Who among us has not wanted an impressive loogie? And it's the best route to get there. Excellent. Thank Thank you, you, Dave. Fuck Um, fuck going to the gym. (laughs) I was going to say, you started rhyming there, and I was like, oh, that rapper gave you his abilities. I love it when people find out a fun new fact about me and drive it into the ground. Thank you, Mark Abrigo. Wonder Dave and his rap alter ego, Wanda Dave. So (laughs) I was never a rapper. I just want that to be clear. All right, Chris, you heard what uh, Wanda Dave had to say there. We're going to hear from you with your one-minute rebuttal in three, two, and one. Thank you so much. Just a humble person here, just named by her parents. It's fine. Listen, fuck that advertising dude. Of course he's going to have to backpedal after selling everyone poison. Of course. Good job. Fuck advertising. They're making... Uh, what is it? Sheep out of all of us? It doesn't matter. We're moving on. Anyway, if you go to the gym, guess what? You can listen to podcasts, much like this podcast, as you're working out, doing at least 30 minutes of cardio. Um, let's see. Uh, I, can I read one right? Um, listen, my favorite thing um, is to go to the gym and then enjoy a cigarette afterwards as I <laughs> stroll home. How are you going to come down from that strenuous physical activity without the wonderful nicotine flavors of uh, all of your favorite cigarettes? Also, um, I don't know, men- uh, what, what was it? Uh, Marlboro? Uh, Flavor Country? Who doesn't want to be in Flavor Country? That's <laughs> fucking amazing. With all those goddamn cowboys, that sounds like a great fucking time. That cowboy and his heart both died of cancer. <laughs> I don't care. (laughs) Well, a totally sober group of comedians and audience members here. Uh, You guys heard what they had to say. Now, I actually thought that one was going to be like a weird one. That turned out to be one of the funnier things I've heard all day. All right. Uh, My name might be from a rapper, but at least it comes up under predictive text at all. Christy's name is spelled weird. Shut up. Try Googling me. I'm the only one that comes up. That's great. It's true. I'm... That's true. That's yeah. probably true. I get a guy named Mark Abrigon, and he's probably <laughs> sick of being tagged on Instagram with all my shit because I'm not on Instagram, period. Ladies and gentlemen, you guys heard what they had to say about those resolutions, and we're just going to toss it up here. Uh, if you thought that going to the gym is the better resolution, let's hear you. Yeah. And no. if you thought quitting smoking was the better resolution. Yeah. Quit smoking. Never exercise. <laughs> and as somebody who uh, quit smoking himself, it wasn't exactly a, uh, a, a New Year's resolution, but I'm coming up on, on a year now, so oh, uh, I can totally vouch for that. Um, Chris so and I you. are also ex-smokers. Yeah, I've also technically quit, but occasionally have one cigarette and have consequences. Consequences assigned by me, her good friend. <laughs> Wants me to live. Who knew? Whatever. There you go. All right. Well, thank you, Wonder Dave. Everybody, give it up for Wonder Dave. Thank you. You guys stay tuned here on Nerd Rage, our special New Year's show, because on our next round, we are going to be talking which is the sadder way to spend New Year's Eve alone, the Twilight Zone marathon on the Sci-Fi Channel, or watching the Harry Potter series on Freeform. We'll be back right after this. And we are back. 
on Nerd Rage's New Year's show, you guys. Uh, again, totally sober. And we're going to be talking about what is the sadder way to spend New Year's Eve alone. <laughs> I've actually been, I've actually done both of these things, so this should be very enlightening to me here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those two things are watching the Twilight Zone marathon on the Sci-Fi Channel or watching the Harry Potter marathon on uh, Freeform, otherwise known as ABC Family back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are going to be hearing from two of our seminal favorites here at uh, Nerd Rage The Great Debates. Uh, championing the Twilight Zone Marathon. Uh, he can be seen at Sketchfest for the official Nerd Rage The Great Debate Show in San Francisco because we done made it. Uh, he was last seen as a Ninja Turtle dominatrix at Dark <laughs> Odyssey, known as Domatello, which I think is great. <laughs> Give it up for Stephen Koo. Uh, fun life hack, everyone. Uh, on New Year's Eve, you can call the cops for noise complaints at 10 p.m. <laughs> on everyone around you so that you can watch your marathon in peace. Nice. And uh, championing the Harry Potter marathon on uh, Freeform, or ABC Family. Uh, she is or was one of the best parts of our old Disney, new Disney debate here on yes. Nerd Rage. She hosts, uh, or co-hosts Red All Over, a Handmaid's Tale podcast, as well as Failure to Launch, a podcast on single-season TV shows. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Molly Sanchez. <laughs> I'm also in Sketchfest twice. I Excellent. forgot to tell you. <laughs> nice. Well, what, why don't you tell us what shows you're in? Okay, I'll be uh, writing for Killing Me Lobster Sketchfest show, Hashtag America, which is uh, opening January 17th and January 24th. Uh, and I'm also performing improv with my group Night School on January 12th. Excellent. And uh, for the Nerd Rage fans out there who want to see us at Sketchfest, you can see myself, Steven, and the rest of the crew, I believe, uh, January 17th. I'm just going to say that because it sounds right, and we are going to correct that in case that isn't, but uh, we're going to go right into this, guys. What is the lamer way to spend, or sadder way, I should say, to spend New Year's Eve? We're going to start with you, Stephen. Stephen, you're going to tell us why uh, the Twilight Zone, watching a whole mm-hmm. bunch of Twilight Zone, yep. is, uh, is sadder. You're going to have two minutes, and we're going to hear from you in three, two, and one. Let me paint you guys a picture. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um... Harry Potter, the entire Harry Potter universe, all right? We see this fantastical world, and it's great, and it can be sad to watch this Harry Potter franchise by yourself because, oh, I watched the Harry Potter franchise, and I realized I could never be Harry Potter. I could never get invited to go to a wizarding school. I already graduated. I'm too old to go to wizard school. (laughs) I know too many things. I know math. They're never going to let me in. (laughs) But that's one sad story. Twilight Zone is a marathon of sad story after sad story. It's, it's, it's an entire world of sad things I didn't even realize could possibly happen. Like, oh my god, what if I'm a robot that's forced to box? <laughs> Real Steel was inspired by an episode of Twilight Zone, by the way. Oh my god, what if someone from the future doesn't want me to have babies? Terminator was inspired by an episode of Twilight Zone, by the way. Uh, the Matrix was inspired by an episode of Twilight Zone. What I'm saying is there's... Ca- what if my face is ugly to people with pig noses. There's a million outcomes of how I could be sad, and the Twilight Zone Marathon is going to take me through all of them. Harry Potter is just going to take you through the sad story of, hey, this British kid's making friends, and I'm not. I've lived that story. (laughs) Nothing new here. Twilight Zone is in black and white. To remind you of how black and white this world is, you're either alive or you're dead. Just throwing out more sad stuff. Uh, Twilight Zone reminds us that all these fantastical worlds are out there, and I'm in this one where I'm sitting by myself New Year's Eve watching Twilight Zone. Uh, Twilight Zone reminds me that there was so many failed attempts to revive Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's not forget the outer limits as well. Yeah. Uh, Harry Potter's just too magical. It's too it's too magical to be saddened by. There's an entire Whoa. land Whoa. that I could go to Molly, if I feel Molly, if chill, I chill. if I yearned for the magic, I could go to Florida. <laughs> You yearn for the magic, you go to Florida. By the way, good uh, shout out to, uh, what was it, Eye of the Beholder? Mm-hmm. Or uh, one of my yeah. favorite Twilight Zone episodes. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Molly, you could not contain yourself at the end there. Uh, so we're well, going to hear from you. You know what, now. Mark? I can't sit by while hate crimes happen. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. Not in well, my nature. Here oh, we go. my favorite line from Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> here we go, guys. Uh, Molly, you will have two minutes to tell us why spending uh, New Year's Eve watching Harry Potter is sadder than uh, watching a ton of Twilight Zone. In three, two, and one. Okay. <laughs> Quick, there is math in the Harry Potter universe. It's called arithmancy, bitch. Um, <laughs> anyhow, where was I? Okay, so the thing about Harry Potter is it is a genre based on friendship. Hell, Dumbledore himself, one of the greatest headmasters of said institution, once said, we're only as strong as we are united, weak as we are divided. Imagine how fucking sad you would be if you were watching this seven to eight movie series based on friendship by yourself. (laughs) Oh, shit. Let me refer to another Harry Potter quote that I love, which says, there are some things you can't do without becoming friends at the end, and tackling a full-grown mountain troll is one of them. Damn, if you're alone by yourself on New Year's Eve watching Harry Potter and a mountain troll comes, you're fucked. (laughs) You got no friends. It reminds you of your mortality, your vulnerability to trolls, both internet and corporeal, and it also reminds you that you have no friends. Uh... Pretty upsetting, I think. Uh, let's see, what else is sad? Uh, the California Universal version of Harry Potter Land? Soup sad. We went through, Mitch and I went through on Easter. We got on every ride twice. It was real, it was fun. It was fun, but it was like, it was really quick. It went by real fast. So that's sad to think about. Uh, God, where else? Let's see. Uh, J.K. Rowling keeps trying to make new things, and they're not as good as Harry Potter. Uh, and so even though she's a super smart lady, she'll never reclaim that glory. So that's sad to think about alone on New Year's, because what have you done? Like, even though <laughs> J.K. Rowling is making some questionable shit right now, but she's made a billion more good things than anybody here ever has. So if you're there by yourself, uh, that's something else fun to contemplate. Uh, yeah, and if you tell people that you stayed inside watching Twilight Zone, they'll think, ooh, he's smart. He likes intelligent things. If you tell someone you stayed home watching Harry Potter, uh, they'll rightly assume you're a verge. <laughs> As a well-known verge myself, this is totally true. Thank you for that, Molly. Uh, very well done. As always, both of you guys opening shots here. But we're going to go right ahead to our rebuttals as... Steven does that thing where he puts a finger to his mouth and is tapping because he's, he's, oh, now he's wagging. He's wagging the finger. We know something's up. Steven's got something to say. He's got one minute to say it. Let's hear it from Steven in three, two, and one. Allow me to paint a picture. Sorry. Sorry. If you will, allow me to paint a tapestry. I painted a picture in my last argument. Allow me to now paint you a tapestry. You're watching the Harry Potter uh, marathon. You're thinking to yourself, oh, I wish I had friends. That's fair. We all think that sometimes. But you think, there's the place where I can go and pretend that I have friends. And that's Harry Potter land. You watch the Twilight Zone marathon. You think to yourself, oh, I wish I had friends. In addition, I wish I could live this dystopian world that I'm seeing. This this cavalcade of different horrible things. I wish there was a place I could go to. And then you remember, there is a place that you could have gone to. 
the Tower of Terror in Disneyland. <laughs> and then and then you remember you can't ever go back to the Tower of Terror. It's Guardians of the Galaxy now. Now it's CGI raccoons and all this capitalism thrown in your face. And then you remember that Disney owns Marvel. And Disney doesn't care about what kind of uh, fan you are. They just care about pulling money from you. And you're, you're weighted down by all the weight of capitalism. And you're like, what am I doing? It's New Year's. I'm by myself and I'm watching Twilight. So. <laughs> I love that, sir. <laughs> Lost me halfway through. Also, do you I paint tapestries? I don't. <laughs> do you sew tapestries? <laughs> I don't. Weave tapestry. Allow me to paint a weaving of a tapestry. <laughs> it's like someone getting a tattoo of an earring. I always wanted to do that. Um, Molly, you heard what uh, Stephen had to say there. You've got one minute to make your rebuttal. Uh, hopefully, you can weave or paint a tapestry of your own. Uh, and we're going to hear painting. From... <laughs> we'll hear from you in three, two, and one. All right. So, like Steven, I'm also going to paint a picture. But unlike Steven's lame-ass picture, my picture will move and be sentient and walk from picture to picture. That's right. In the Harry Potter universe, the portraits all over the, uh, the castle and other magical places are alive, which begs the question, is there a paint that as you paint, it brings people to sentience? Or do they paint the picture, then put a spell on it to make it magic? Secondary question... People in Hogwarts portraits eat and drink and, like, get drunk. Does that mean that there is, like, a toilet portrait somewhere? <laughs> That's pretty fucked up. And, like, when you die, you become a portrait? Is portraits the afterlife? None of this makes any sense. And does that mean, like, all portraits are, like, sentient and real people? Like, are we talking about I could scribble something and it comes to life? Because I think that happens as well, and that's fucked up. I'm God. That's so weird. Anyhow... If you watch the Harry Potter marathon on New Year's, you're an adult that thinks that deeply about some <laughs> shit written for eight-year-olds, which is sadder than anything the Twilight Zone ever did. Good night. After you win. Excellent, Molly. Again, totally sober, all of us here at Nerd Rage HQ. Guys, uh, in the audience, you heard what they had to say, so you're going to let us know. Did you think that uh, Molly made a point with Harry Potter being sadder on New Year's Eve? Or did Steven make a better point about watching Twilight Zone on New Year's Eve? Uh, it's actually pronounced Twilight Zoniosa. <laughs> Get out of here! We're going to give this one to Molly. Thank you very much, Molly. Excellent, excellent. Oh, God. We are going to be uh, back with our third and final debate of this 2018 show as we heralded into the... Uh, I was going to say herald 2018 into the new year. That's dumb. I'm not drunk at all. Uh, you guys, we're going to be get getting into our third debate here, and we are going to ask the eternal question of New Year's, which is, what is lamer? Someone desperate for New Year's kisses or glasses that say the number of the year and the people who wear them? We'll be right back in just a sec. And we are back here on Nerd Rage Great Debates, our New Year's show as we jump into the uh, third and final debate here and talking uh, about, well, the question that's on everybody's mind when it comes to New Year's Eve, whether you're at a New Year's Eve party or a New Year's Eve sort of just a social gathering amongst friends. Uh, we're going to be asking, what is lamer? Uh, someone who's desperate for New Year's kisses or glasses that say the number of the year and the people who are wearing them. So, uh, this is going to be between two folks here who have never done battle on Nerd Rage, so this should be good. Uh, championing 
uh, someone who's well, man, I don't know if this is championing them per se, but someone who's going to talk shit about people desperate for New Year's kisses is uh, actually the winner of the last debate we just had. Again, uh, she was on no. She's I'm Oh, you're on Team Glasses? Yeah. I'm drunk, you guys, and I am so sorry. Happy New Year! All right, well, I'm go- we're going to rewind this. Trust me, we'll all fix this in post. It'll be great. Right, Will? Uh, the person who is desperate for New Year's kisses is one of the most uh, desperate things uh, you can ever see at a party, and the person championing that is a, let's see, a child actor turned drunken adult musician and a podcaster. He also co-hosts Failure to Launch. Let's give it up for Mitch Thompson. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. And uh, and now that I'm, I've got my sober glasses on, speaking of glasses, glasses that say the number of the year and the people who wear them is going to be represented by one Molly Sanchez. Molly, Hello. how are you doing? We good? Hello. I'm very excited for a chance to argue with this man on air. Because we've been doing it uh, freeform for, for a long nearly time. four years. You guys now. are practicing now. Here we go. Four now, you guys now. both host Failure to Launch, correct? That's correct. And have you ever gotten, like, loggerheads or, like, just argued on that? It's before? a drinking podcast. Oh, dear. So Not like this one, not at all. We, uh, yeah, Happy New Year. Uh, yeah, we've gone head to head on some opinions. Yeah. Over the. She really does not like uh, Halt and Catch Fire. Oh, God. And I. <sighs> What, what don't I like? I think I like everything. I think I'm a pretty positive person. You just hate technology. That is correct, Mitchell. Correct. <laughs> okay, fair. Excellent. I don't like when somebody criticizes me on the air. <laughs> In addition to Halt and Catch Fire, that garbage show. I will be moving out of our apartment <laughs> January 2nd. All right. So we're going to give you some time then. I'm going to give you some time to, to move by having you go first. Okay. Sir, you're going to be telling us why uh, someone who's desperate for New Year's kisses is the absolute worst. Uh, and we're going to hear from you. You have two minutes on the clock in three, two, and one. So unlike Twilight Zone, more like the show Night Gallery, which is where Rod Serling talks about paintings. I'll paint you a picture. Uh, picture a dude who was just... I'm obviously I'm going to be the male perspective here, but picture a dude so desperate, just talking to every single girl possible. How sad, how lonely, how drunk. In the year of 2017, the year of your favorite celebrity being a sexual harassment asshole, this is not the year to try to force a kiss onto any person, all right? Keep your lips to yourself. Maybe keep your lips to your drink. Give a kiss to your champagne glass. I don't see a problem with that. Yeah. Uh, to, to talk a little bit Harry Potter too since that's been on here New Year's Eve is uh, the day that Tom Riddle was born who later became the Lord Voldemort now what I want you to do is picture in this picture that I'm painting Tom Riddle drunk walking in with his wand trying to force people to give him a little smooch I don't know where this is going that's the most evil thing possible alright <laughs> Don't be evil. Keep your damn hands to yourself. If you don't have a set date for the night, you pathetic person, just be the nice person at the party. Compliment. Be like, that kiss over there, beautiful. I support them. They are sweet. Don't be the creepy drunk guy at the party who's trying his best to just look cool. You're not looking cool. You look dumb. You look, you look almost as dumb as the third season of Night Gallery, which no one remembers because they tried to go into the hour-long format. It's like the fourth season of Twilight Zone did the same thing. Did anyone watch this much Twilight Zone in this room? Either way, I'm just saying. Thank you, Belle. Take your time. Find the right girl. 
find the right guy, and give your kiss the right way. Because every kiss begins with K. <laughs> also, dementors, that's what they do. The dementors kiss. That's a, I, why didn't I bring that up? And speaking of forcing, Tom Riddle is born under influence of a love potion, so that's already a forced kiss. Oh, man, 2017 sucked, guys. Man. You don't, you don't want to be Tom Riddle forcing kiss or else a girl will what bite your nose off. That's what happened to him, right? <laughs> Sorry, I'm not Accurate. a big fan. Okay, uh, Molly, you are going to be telling us why glasses that say the number of the year and the people who wear them uh-huh. is actually lamer than a, the desperate Great. dude looking for a kiss. We're going to hear from you. Two minutes on the clock in three, two, and one. Right quick before I begin, Mitch, <laughs> you brought up... Harry Potter, really like kind of deep cut Harry Potter info. And when they said you have a bell to have a few more minutes, you said thank you, bell, like you were backstage at a high school production. And god damn it, do I want to kiss you more than ever? <laughs> I love you with all of my soul. I think you're a wonderful person. Now, fuck you, because I'm going to win this debate. Okay, um, so uh, glasses with the year on them have such a tight expiration date. (laughs) Yes, the year goes on for 365 more days, but if you're the asshole that wears year glasses on January 1st, you're basically like the asshole that still wears their high school ring. And you live it in the past, and you look like a verge. Um, No one cares that you played bassoon, Randy. You're not cool anymore. Um... Where was I going with this? uh, New Year's glasses are not as cool as the far superior New Year's uh, accoutrement, which is tiaras. Everybody knows tiaras with feathers. Best New Year's (laughs) accessory. Fight me! Uh, So anyone wearing anything other than that is a lame wad for shame wad. Uh, the New Year's glasses only really work in years where there's lots of zeros, so that's again has an expiration date on it sometime in the very, 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 very distant future. So that's P lame. Uh, what else? Glasses. People with glasses are dumb. <laughs> ouch. 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 Uh, except for you, who I love with all of my heart. Uh, but mostly, glasses, dumb. Uh, <laughs> controversial stance for a nerd podcast, but... And Christy is cool, too. Uh, um, yeah, if you're wearing glasses as an accessory and you don't need glasses, you're... Uh, Appropriating glasses culture. Sorry, I couldn't hear that last point on the because of the sound of you backpedaling there. Uh, once you realize that literally the entire studio audience are people with glasses right now, hey, including run, the host and moderator. If I run far enough, y'all won't be able to see me anyway. If, or if I go into like a steam room and hide, you guys are fucked. You're fucked. I'm all. I'm also uh, offended as a tried and true lame wad for shame wad. Uh, don't don't defend my culture. That way. Uh, we heard what uh, Molly had to say, but uh, Mitch, you I'm sure you've got something uh, to fire back with. Oh boy, do I! Okay, excellent. We're gonna hear from you. You have a minute on the clock. We're gonna hear from that in three, two, and one. Theater nerds are sexy as hell, Molly Sanchez. I said that, and oh, I'm just saying, I can think of Bell. I can think of five. Okay, so the glasses. Let's get into why they're not as bad as a sad kiss. Uh, you can, it's San Francisco here. Uh, you can wear them ironically and be cool. They're an icebreaker, especially after the years with the two zeros. You may, it's harder to pull off one where that says 2017 or 2018 on them 
Because you got one. You got one little O. But turn that into a kick-ass monocle, suddenly you're the badass of 2018, all right? You're the Mr. Moneybags of 2018. Uh, the other thing I want to argue, going back a little bit to round one, if you're too sad to get your own kiss on New Year's Eve, maybe it's because you got horrible smoker's breath or you haven't hit the gym up enough. All right? So maybe for 2018... You should not listen to either argument of round one and do fucking both. Uh, let's see. Uh, the, the one episode of Twilight Zone I could think of that took place in New Year's is the one where they wore the masks and it made them all ugly. Oh, yeah. um, so don't be the ugly mask people. Just be kind and enjoy the party. The last thing that Mitch Thompson here said today was don't be the ugly mask people. <laughs> sure. Molly Sanchez, you heard what Mitch had to say. Hopefully you don't hold that against him, but maybe you will. We'll see. We'll see how funny this is going to be. We're going to hear from you in three, two, and one. Once again, once again, like to reiterate, I love you with all my heart. Uh, you're going down. Uh, so here's the thing is there's kind of an exquisite pointed lameness of New Year's Eve glasses because there's no way you can hipster rebrand them to make them cool. I don't care what you say. There's just no way to do that. Whereas kisses are kind of lame all year round or they have the ability to be lame all year round. They're not particularly lame looking for them on Christmas or on New Year's. You're lame if you're begging for a kiss in uh, Arbor Day, you know? <laughs> While, yes, you're right, it is lame, it's not seasonally dumb. So uh, I would say that uh, New Year's glasses are very seasonally dumb. And, uh, yeah, that's what I have to say about that. And what else? Uh, glasses. <laughs> Dorks. <laughs> right? <laughs> w- would uh, you like to comment on the previous rounds like Mitch did for some reason? <laughs> uh, no, because uh, I couldn't listen because I was involved in, in two of them. So. Oh, right. <laughs> Guys, I'm, Damn, I'm sorry for trying to call back no. and tie this into one neat package. You did a good job. You did a great job. You did a great job. I love Guys. you with all my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Molly. You guys uh, over in the audience, you guys haven't been completely, like, you know, you're still on board because you all have glasses, right? Yes? Okay, good. We're not going to be biased towards Molly here, but uh, you guys heard what they had to say, and we're just going to throw it out there. If you think that someone who's desperate for New Year's kisses is super lame, let's hear it. And if you think someone who is wearing glasses that say the number of the year is super lame, let's hear it. Oh, tepid on both sides, Mark. <laughs> Just uh, tepid. Is that, is that a tie? I, is, I... They're both pretty lame. <laughs> Chris, Chris Diono in the audience making a point that... Uh, someone with 2018 glasses, but you rotate it so that it's the eights, and then the rest of the... <laughs> that is like three times as lame. That would be the worst. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's a bummer. It goes up like a quail. <laughs> but we can all agree We can all agree Nothing is sadder than Carson Daly Trying to fill Dick Clark's shoes Am I right? Oh. Boom Ladies right, and gentlemen Dickie Clark if you draped over your face Your nose would stick out Between the eight and the one In that little like shape Can I say too The Twilight Zone marathons Made me think I was in the Twilight Zone Because I thought they happened once a year Turns out they have four of them It's like July 4th Fucking, we, we have nothing else almost, to air. Almost as if there's something to be said for keeping things that are sad seasonal. <laughs> <laughs> but it made me think I was aging really quickly and like pathetically. I was like, oh my God, has it already been a year since the Twilight Zone marathon? It's almost like the weekly Law & Order SVU marathon. <laughs> yes. 
on USA where I was like, is it Easter already or is it just Sunday? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to call that one a tie. Thank you, Mitch and Molly. Thank excellent, you. excellent. Guys, uh, make sure to check out more on, uh, on Nerd Rage, The Great Debates. You can find us on Facebook, uh, on Fireside as well. Leave us a, a review, rate, subscribe, share with all your fun friends. And guys, please enjoy the new year. Thank you, everybody, so much. Woo! Nerd Rage, Nerd Rage. Yeah.